Hi, everyone. Welcome to a Parenthood Uncut episode, uh, our final one for the season. I actually wasn't going to do this episode, but then I felt really inspired to um, after seeing Gabby Bernstein live uh, recently. So for those of you who don't know, she's like a spiritual teacher, coach, um, motivating, inspiring person uh, who's written like nine books and is, you know, been on Oprah and her mentor is you know, I don't know, Tony Robbins and all these people. So um, I went and saw her. I was really kind of randomly, it just came up on my Insta, Gabby's going to be in town, I don't know, six weeks before. And I just went, you know what, something's telling me I need to go. Uh, In the lead up to going, I just feel like for as long as I can remember, I'm just like running, like I don't know if you guys ever feel the same way, but you're just constantly on the go thinking of the million things that need to be done, you know, focusing on goals, trying to juggle parenthood. It's just, it's a lot. Um, And I remember before having children, uh, you know, I'd focus on my goals and that was quite tiring and, but I loved it in a way and I had plenty of time and space to do so. But then when you've got kids in the mix and your, your downtime is so limited, I feel like it's so much easier to for that flame of, you know, inspo and energy to burn out. Um, so I think quite frankly, before going to see Gabby recently, I felt burnt out. I mean, I just feel I get really intense about certain things, probably most things in my life. So, you know, if you've listened to previous episodes, you'd know from a social life perspective, when I go hard, I go hard. Or from a work perspective, you know, again, work hard, play hard vibes. So, Anyway, I I feel like recently I've been really down probably on myself. I have this really big critical voice that is always telling me you're not enough, you're not doing enough, you didn't do, you know, well enough today, all these sort of things. And that's got a great side to it. It means I really push myself to try to excel in every area. But the dark side to that is that, you know, I always feel like I'm underachieving and the funny thing is it's I'm underachieving based on these silly expectations that I set for myself. I mean, no one else is pushing me to do all the things that I do. Um, more recently, on top of that, my little four-year-old Noah has been a little bit more troubling, I guess, to look after um, from a parental perspective. He's, you know, a little bit more challenging at home, talking back, I guess, going through a bit of a phase. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I'm often just like, God, and you can't even, you know, get your kid in order. You just, you know, so it's not just work stuff now. It's actually like, you know, things that I'm powerless um, to control, such as my child's behavior is really getting me down. Um, and on top of that, you know, the the market isn't great. For those of you who know, I'm in property development. So there's a few stresses around, you know, selling houses and, and working essentially in this environment that we're in. I know a lot of people who are in the business world will probably be able to relate that it, it is a little bit of a pessimistic time. And that, you know, weighs on you, right? Um, as much as you try for it not to. And again, we're so powerless to what's going to happen in the macro environment. But um, yeah, it's so easy to let that get you down. Um, You know, and on top of that, even little things like this podcast, which was such a passion for me and it, you know, it continues to be, but again, I'm results focused. And more recently I'm like, cool, I want to turn this into a bit of a business now. And, you know, I've given away so much great free content and I want to continue to do so, but wouldn't it be great if, you know, I was able to partner with some businesses and get some sponsorships and, and that's certainly a goal of mine. And as I said to you, when I'm 
I've got a goal. I get very intense about it. So then it's now more recently, every time I'm on Instagram, I'm looking at the statistics and how many likes did I get? And, you know, how many followers did I get this week? And are we reaching enough people? And how can I reach more people? And why is that particular influencer doing so well? And I'm not, and all these things, right? The critical mind. It's so real. Um, actually, before I kick on, I should mention that you've probably noticed this is an unedited version of the podcast. So for those of you who may have just joined us, uh, usually our episodes sound pretty sexy. We get it audio tuned and everything, but this one's just real. I'm giving it to you real um, as my thoughts come through. So yeah, if I stuff up, you'll, you'll know about it. <laughs> Um, so basically, yeah. So a whole mound of just sort of stressful thoughts more recently. And again, I'm not sure if others can relate. Um, if you can, I so feel you. And then I went off to do this Gabby Bernstein workshop that lasted a day. And basically I sat down, she comes on stage, you know, we're all like, oh, wow, here she comes. And, and the workshop was around manifesting, you know, the life that you, you desire, and I don't know about you guys, but for me, I'm I'm quite clear about the sort of the results that I want to be, you know, getting and the life that I desire to have and things like that. So, but I just really felt stuck in the manifesting piece, you know, like I had goals, for example, around the podcast and I'm like, why am I not achieving them as quickly as I should be, even though it, a lot of it is out of my control and all those sort of things. So I felt really stuck. And um, Gabby actually opened with a quote from Oprah, which is, we manifest what we believe. And I'm like, Oprah is queen. I hope to be her in the parenting space one day. <laughs> um, and so I, as she said that, all of a sudden I had this lump in my throat. And then she said, I, I want you to think about what your belief systems are. And then she goes, everyone close your eyes. And then she turns, this music comes on. It's very like, you know, uplifting and things. And she goes, I want you to think about what is the belief that you've got that's holding you back? And the first thing that came to mind was I'm not good enough. That's that's my belief. And actually when I broke that down further, it was if I don't achieve results, I'm not loved. That's like what came to me. And as that came here I am in a room of thousands of people and I'm sobbing uncontrollably. And I'm such an ice queen usually for those of you who know me, I do not cry. I think, the, you know, 80 episodes of the podcast, I've never cried once. And we've spoken about some pretty heavy topics because um, I'm so good at refraining, you know, and holding in my feelings because I was conditioned to do so. As a child, I always felt like as though I had to kind of keep my shit together to make it easier Um on supporting, I guess, um, a lot of stresses that we had in the household around, you know, building a business and money. So I thought, okay, just, you don't, don't be difficult. Don't show your emotions. Don't be another problem that, you know, everyone has to deal with. Just, just hold your shit. Right. And so for me to be sitting in this room, everyone had their eyes closed, I hope. And I was crying is so like, you know, an out of body experience. And basically I just realized where the hell did that belief come from? If you don't achieve results, you're not loved. And what I realized was for so long in my childhood, I felt as though I was always proving myself, particularly to my parents. I felt as though there perhaps was a little bit more conditional love there. You achieve or you get the praise. If you don't achieve, what happened, right? So, and, you know, part of that's probably my own internal system and part of that may have been a factor of my environment, but um, it's so difficult to break out of these beliefs that we have. I mean, if you think about it now, like as I'm talking, what is the thing that you believe 
that's holding you back and be real about it. Really think about it. When I sat there and realized that that was the belief I was holding and that's why at the end of every day, you know, leading into witching hour, five, six o'clock at night, the kids are feral and all I could feel was this heavy weight that you just didn't do enough. The results aren't good enough. Your kid's flying off the handle. You're not a good good enough parent. You know, you didn't achieve, the, you haven't done all the things, you know, you're not loved. When I realized that that's what I was holding on to, you know, on top of everything else, all the other stresses of our day, I realized now why I have been feeling so heavy. So that was a big breakthrough moment for me, actually just even acknowledging that that, that belief was there for me. And so following that, we finished the meditation and I wiped my eyes and pretend, hope that no one had ever seen me cry. <laughs> I, um, Gabby starts speaking about, okay, so if let's, we've identified what that belief is that's holding us back. Her new book is all about this, by the way. It's like the check-in method. So what you do is, number one, you check in with that emotion that has just arised. So I, next time I'm sitting there during witching hour feeling heavy, I need to stop and I need to check in and go, oh, there she is. There's that little belief from my inner child, you know, you haven't achieved, you don't deserve love, you know, check in, notice it own it. I feel like even that, even if you stop there, you've taken some of your power back. Secondly, become curious. So where is that emotion sitting? What color is it? Where do you feel it? You know, all these sort of things. What you want to do is you want to start realizing that this isn't just shit that's in your head. You want to sort of start distancing yourself from it. So by defining it, you're kind of calling it a name, you're giving it a bit of a a color, a feeling, a sensation, and now it's not part of you. And the third step is compassionately connect. So rather than just pushing it away or pretending it's not there or whatever, you actually just want to sit with it and go, oh, shit, okay, so here we are again. You didn't achieve all of the results that you wanted for today based on your own inner critic. Okay, I'm noticing that. I feel a bit sick in my stomach. So, okay, yep, I'm feeling it. I'm becoming curious. Now I just want to sit with that and realize, okay, that's cool. That's my inner child coming back. That is not me. That is not the adult version of myself today saying these things. That's the old version, right? The inner child, as they sometimes call it. So what do you need right now is essentially what you sort of, you know, want to ask yourself. And that might mean just stop everything you're doing and walk outside and take a few deep breaths or Instead of hearing this kid scream in the background and feeling heavy, whack on a podcast episode that's going to make you feel uplist- uh, uplifted. Play some music. You know, stop and break that cycle. And I thought, honestly, that was so powerful. And when she told us, I was like, I want to tell our community about this because I just feel like if I'm feeling this way, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are feeling this way. And, you know, and are looking for solutions to just better your life, right? Better how you feel on the daily. And then sort of the last component of the workshop, and look, Gabby had so many tips from, you know, there's so many things you can do to help ground yourself, particularly in those moments where you feel out of control. You know, she mentioned things like, you you know, journaling, gratitude practices, finding those moments of joy. So that's picking up the phone and putting on a podcast or speaking to a girlfriend or, you know, boyfriend or whatever it looks like and or doing some affirmations or walking outside and smelling the roses, those sort of things. They they all help ground you, right? And it's sometimes good. I actually wrote 
those things in my notes section of my phone because I think sometimes when I feel really overwhelmed and I do deal with anxiety on the daily as well, you sometimes forget it. You forget what you're meant to be doing to make yourself feel better. And it's so much easier to just sit in it and feel shit. Um, So knowing that that I can look at the list of things that give me joy and that help ground me will sort of enable me to choose one, I guess, in those moments and see what resonates with me in order to try and get out of that mood. And I mean, let's be real. We can sit there saying, oh, well, you know, don't have time or the kids are crazy and I'm trying to get dinner on and who has time to walk outside for five minutes and take some deep breaths. But what I'm real, and that would be me saying that actually, but (laughs) what I, um, well, the old me, I should say, or at least, you know, the person that was less mindful of their mental health uh, and state. But what I've realized is if you don't take those five minutes to walk outside or call that friend or whatever it looks like, that even though you feel as though you might be disguising how shit you feel to the world, um, you're disguising a happy face, putting the food on the table for the kids or whatever that looks like, it will always come out somehow. So it only takes, you know, one kid to elbow the other one in the head, a scream happens and then all of a sudden you just lose control. Oh, my gosh, and you're screaming and, you know, or, you know, partner comes home, they say one thing and it sets you off. So I think it's it's really important that these little acts, these little actions that you do for yourself, it, it's not even for you per se, it is for you, but it's also for those around you to ensure that you can feel as grounded as possible because let's be real, life is chaotic um, and it's, yeah, just super important for us to be, I guess, mindful of our state. Plus, you know, one thing Gabby said is how do you want to live your life? Do you want to live it always feeling like you haven't quite gotten to where you want to go? And to be real, that's probably me for most of my life. I'm the most impatient person ever. I'm like, I want this and I want that and I want certain things and I've got ambitions and oh, why I'm not, why I'm I taking so long to get there and all the things, right? And so I'm always in this lack state. And is that how I really want to live my life? So I think it's important for us to sort of stop and think about that too. What state are we perpetually in and what state do we want to be in and take ownership because you're the boss, you know, you're the one, (laughs) you're the only one who can change, you know, the way in which you think and the way in which you act and your habitual behavior. Um, The last thing I will mention is Gabby that has this podcast called Dear Gabby and she basically brings people on to, I guess, counsel them through a problem that they might have. Um, She actually did a live version of this at the workshop, which was really great. Really, really cool to see how she thinks and the advice she gave. I guess it's sort of similar to the vault episodes that we do where someone comes in with a problem um, and you're trying to sort of provide some level of solution to it. So there are a couple that I thought were really interesting. Um, One mum comes on and she said, look, I, I am perpetually stressed about how, you know, I could do something to fuck up my kids. Like how do you get over the stress of, you know, always wanting to feel like you're doing the very best for your children and, you know, that anxiety around what if I'm not and what if I stuff them up in the future? And Gabby's initial response was, well, let's be real, we're as parents, we're always going to fuck them up somehow. It's true. Like, you know, you love them too much. They become one way. You don't love them enough. They become, you know, whatever. So like, it's kind of like you can't really win. But what she did say was 
it's not about making the mistakes. It's not about yelling and screaming and then going, oh, I had such a bad day because all I did was yell and scream at my kids. It's about the repair process. So it's about that we're always, we're we're only human. We're all going to have moments where we think, oh shit, probably didn't do that in the best way possible. That wasn't the best version of myself. But how are you repairing? Are you, you know, after the chaos, going to your children and saying, sorry, mummy wasn't feeling good in that moment. She sh- I shouldn't have yelled. And, you know, for that reason, I'm sorry. Or is it when you yell at your partner or, you know, have a confrontation and you realize you're being a bit silly or whatever it looks like, is it, is it you know, going to them in more of a vulnerable state and being real with them um, about, about where you're at rather than putting up the front, you know, take them on this journey with you is essentially what she said. And I love that. I think there's so much power in vulnerability and, you know, that's what the podcast has been based on just being super vulnerable about all our stuff ups and all of our challenges, right. Um, To make us feel less alone in them. Another one that I thought was really interesting was when this lady came up, I literally had chills. She just could barely contain her tears. And she said, Gabby, I've had 10 rounds of IVF. I'm now in debt because we've had that many rounds of IVF and the last round has just come back and I'm not pregnant. How do I go on with life knowing that I can't achieve my biggest goal, which is to be a parent? And I literally like almost had tears in my eyes as she was saying that because I thought far out here I am worried about achieving some little goals like you know like this is this is the real shit right you know so again perspective for uh, us all you know if this is not your story and or if you are a parent or you know and you just and didn't have these struggles per se I mean you know, it's, this is real life. People experience this level of anguish. So, you know, she said, what do I do? And the whole crowd silent. And then Gabby says, look, I feel you. She said, it took me nine rounds of IVF to have my child. And my first child I had, and at five months, I, um, the child passed away and essentially I had to give birth to it. And then a miracle child was born and that's my five-year-old now. And she goes, I just keep thinking to myself about the lessons like that five month old, you know, in my belly came to me for a reason. And the only way I was able to get over the mourning period of losing my child was to try and find the reasons as to why it came to me and what I could learn from that. So she sort of spoke a lot about that. But one thing I thought was super powerful was she did say as well, and for those of you who might be struggling to fall pregnant, you know, even if it's not your first, it might be your second or third child and you're, you know, you're in this state. She just said, you know, the universe will always give you what you want within the, not what you want, actually, I butchered that, Um you know, it's one of those, she used the quote of like, you know, you plan and God laughs. It was one of those ones. And she said, you know, as hard as it can be right now, there are many ways to be a parent. So she said, for example, her best friend had a number of rounds of IVF and was unsuccessful and then ended up getting an egg donor and then carried the baby herself. 
that was her journey. And now she's got that baby and she said it, it wasn't meant to be any other way. This is, this is my child, right? Even though it's, she used an egg donor for, to, to have that baby. Um, she said, you know, the best thing you can do is get as grounded as you can, you know, use your daily practices, use the thing, you know, be in the moment, be grounded, do all the things and try to get yourself in a state where you're kind of got the best vibration, I guess they call it, or, you know, you're, you're, you know, exhibiting, I guess, you know, decent or calm vibes rather than the anxious and frustrated ones. And she goes, and then the universe will do its work too. And I know that can sound a bit woohoo to a lot of people and I get it. And I can't even imagine being in this person's situation, but I did think there's a lesson there, even if you are not in this situation for us all, you know, we might be holding so tightly to a a dream or, you know, to have a child or to, I don't know, to have the next thing or to not be in debt anymore or to whatever that looks like for you, um, you know, or to get over the loss of a loved one or, or what, you know, these really big monumental things that can happen in people's lives and we can feel so powerless and helpless and not know and almost paralyzed in continuing on. So, um, you know, in those moments, I guess the lesson that Gabby had was really, you know, try to get yourself and almost try to heal yourself first and know that you're not alone and know that there is, you know, she said like a divine plan for your life and that, you know, the universe does have your back and it might not make sense right in this moment, but, you know, when you look back, you'll go, oh, you know, it makes sense as to how that's all panned out. And for example, she said, and then I had my baby and I couldn't, you know, I I wouldn't have done it any other way sort of thing. So, I thought that was really interesting. The last one I'll leave you with is um, because I resonated a bit with this was a woman got up and said, look, I'm a very successful um, mother of three and I've kind of fulfilled a lot of my career ambitions and I'm feeling really good. I'd say she was probably 50 years old or something. And she said, but I have such strong masculine energy and I want to meet a man. She said, I feel as though this masculine energy came along particularly after my divorce and I felt like I needed to take care of everyone, right? And all of a sudden I couldn't surrender and I couldn't be chill and I couldn't, you know, give off my feminine vibes. And so she goes, I became really successful because I realized I have to look after my three children and myself. But she goes, now I'm just fucking exhausted. She goes, I get up in the morning and I just think, what was all of this for? Like, what what's the point? I'm not even happy, you know? I want to meet someone. I can't even do that. Like what the hell, you know, what is the point of all the success if, if I'm not happy? And she said, one thing I'm worried about is if I stop this masculine energy, this go, 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 this action, 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 and I've got this kind of energy, I'll lose my edge. And then I may not be successful anymore. You know, hasn't this action, action, masculine energy gotten me to where I am today? Um, You know, will I lose my edge and what do I do because I'm not happy? And so one thing Gabby said was um, just remember that, you know, you always have masculine and feminine energy in you and you will never be able to completely get rid of that drive that you've got. That's part of your personality. That's part of something that's habitual for you now, but you're not going to lose it. You're just going to soften. We're just going to soften your edges a bit. So by doing, you know, practices by checking in by being more mindful of our mental state rather than just plowing on and all the things um it will enable you to soften your edges and just sort of smell the roses a little bit 
but you'll never lose your edge. You know, it will just soften. And I, and I loved that because I think for, for so many of us, you know, we might be sitting there feeling like we're strangling our dreams. And she used that term. And I love that too, because I'm sitting there going, well, you know, with the podcast, I want to get here or with my job, I want to be here. And with my kids, I'm hoping they do this and, you know, and I'm strangling and I'm holding on so tight and I'm, you know, trying to control every facet of, you know, everything that I can control to try and get to from A to Z and, you know, all of the things. But she said, fundamentally, you will it's not about sitting there strangling your dreams. It's about getting yourself into a position where you feel grounded, you feel content, as content as you can in whatever circumstance you're in, and you don't feel like you're pushing shit uphill every single day. When you can get yourself into that you know, mindset, and that doesn't mean you have to change everything in your life tomorrow. It might just be one small action that you can take each day that can help you just find a little bit more calm and serenity in your life. And so when you do that, then you actually have the ability for the universe, you're opening it up for the universe to do their part, right? The universe will respond to your vibration. So if your vibration is angry, control freak, frustrated, not good enough vibes, i.e. me recently, then you're going to get those results, right? It's never going to be good enough and it's, you know, and you're never going to be content. But if you're in a position where you can give off a bit more calm, peaceful, grounded vibes than the universe and have a few maybe affirmations or a few things that you're looking forward to, but you're not strangling these goals, you know, as tightly as you possibly could be, then the universe can then respond. Um, and I, one thought that just came up as well was comparison. I feel like talking about feeling like shit sometimes, you know, I'd get on social media not only would I be looking at my figures and trying to work out what that would mean from a business perspective, but also, you know, I'm seeing people, you know, seemingly do doing well, having huge amounts of engagement with their community and, you know, lots of people following them and, and engaging in their work, and which is amazing. But when you're in a really bad mindset, you can look at that and feel really negative about yourself, which is what I was doing. But Gabby actually said, when it comes to comparison and she goes, let's be real. We all compare. If you've got Instagram, you're comparing, like you don't pretend you're not. (laughs) She goes, when you see someone living the life you desire or having the thing you desire, it's a reflection of what's possible for you. So celebrate it. And I went, oh my God, that is a mic drop moment. So when I see that person, you know, fulfilling a specific dream that, you know, that I would love to fulfill, um, just celebrate it and go far out. That's just another reminder to me of what I, what I can have. The universe is telling me that, you know, you can you can have that too. And that's why it's showing you that. And I think that's such a powerful reframe. And the quote that I butchered earlier was, um, the universe will give you exactly what you need right when you need it. And I just think that's such a good way to finish off the season. Um, You know, let's, all the things we've been speaking about this season around, you know, the challenges in relationships, the challenges with children, the the beautiful moments with children, you know, the the friendships, the comparison, you know, the inner talk and everything in between, you know, throughout all these episodes, fundamentally, you know, what we're trying to do is bring content, relatable content and information that will make you feel less alone. And also sometimes it's important to sort of just stop, reflect, you know, and think, all right, 
is the way in which I'm living serving me right now? And if not, what can I do about it? You know, what can I own in that? So for me, as we take our season break, I'm actually going to be foot off the pedal as as much as I can and um, really try to smell the roses and really try to focus less on those results that I'm strangling or have been strangling. I want to let the universe do its thing. And I want to, you know, if I can do one of those actions that I spoke about a day to just help ground me to feel more at peace, which is, I think peace is a big word for me. I don't feel as though I've been at peace for a very long time because of my own doing, right? Because I've always felt like I had to go, go, go because as I mentioned from the start, that conditional love peace that I've, you know, felt as though I experienced um, in my younger years, it's peace is something I'm really chasing now and not chasing in a strangling way, but (laughs) chasing as in, I guess, mindful of, right? And so I encourage you to think about what are the things that you would like to bring into your life as far as those what state do you want to be in? And yeah, what can you do today to to start getting yourself in that state? So we'll leave it there. But uh, thank you once again so much to everyone who's been listening to the pod. Um, you guys are the reason why I do this. Um, I absolutely love hearing your feedback. So by all means, hit me up on my DMs on Instagram. Um, you know, please feel free to rate the podcast on Apple iTunes if you can. That helps um, get get us a bit more profile on Apple. And also feel free to share this pod with your friends because really that's what this is all about. It's about entertaining us all but also making us feel less alone in our parenting journey. I'll leave you to it and I will catch you for season six.